It's what the hill? What? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Harshow contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. It's Wednesday. It's time to turn our attention towards Washington, D.C. And it's not always the military, the good guys. Sometimes some of the contractors start hiding money. Joelle, what you got for us this week? Well, I'm getting angry. The more I research. I love how you always start angry. I Well, I start you, like. You, you speak like Isaiah Pacheco runs angry. Yeah, he does run angry. It's true. Well, you know, here's the thing. I look in, I look, I start looking into something and I'm like, oh, this seems suspect. And then you just start digging and it gets worse and worse and worse. So the, the headline is there is a military tactical company in Virginia Beach, Virginia that is getting a ton of federal money for military contracts. And of course, they're ripping taxpayers off. They were just, uh, they just settled. A lawsuit. They paid up two million dollars um, because they have been lying about using American-made products for years. So it's called the London Bridge Trading Company. They, like I said, they just settled this big case. They had to pay up two point one million dollars to settle out that they were they were sued um, under the False Claims Act, which requires. You know, they they were basically making false claims about products. So they are located in Virginia Beach. They've been getting tons and tons of contracts from the government for years, since 2008. And you can, we've talked about this website before, usaspending.gov. You can look it up. If you type in the London Bridge Trading Company, it comes up with, mm, let's see, $3.6 million dollars that they've received over the last 10 years or so through 217 contracts. All these contracts are from agencies like Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, Health and Human Services, the State Department, DOJ, the FBI, the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard. Um, On top of that, they got almost $2 million in PPP loans that have all been forgiven. Now, reminder, this company brings in 50 to $60 million a year in revenue. So, obviously, a large chunk of that is coming from taxpayers. But as I started digging into it, so there was just this big announcement by the DOJ saying, U.S. Attorney Kenneth Parker announced that this this Virginia-based company, they sell tactical gear and equipment. Um. They are having to pay up $2 million. They failed to comply with requirements of the Buy American Act. Essentially, they were taking products like tactical gear, boots, equipment, vests for humans and animals that the military and the FBI and different people were using. They were buying these these, uh, products in Peru, Mexico, and China. They were slapping made in the USA labels on them and then market, you know, false marketing, false advertising, advertising. And there is there's literally a requirement in law that these types of companies that are getting these contracts have to use made in America project products. Now, that increases the cost of anything anyway, requiring people to do, you know, buy American. Isn't isn't the whole made in America thing though? Isn't that in and of itself sometimes a scam? 
Because there's a whole question of, is it actually made here? Is it assembled here? Is it using American Yeah, that's always product? Like, it, yes. I feel like that whole, you know, we got really big on Made in America in the 80s, and then companies just figured out, oh, well, we get all the stuff from China, we ship it over, and then we fit the last thing together and say it's made in America. Yeah, there definitely is some of that. But, you know, it, it really irks me, and we've talked about this before, in the defense world, it's like, oh, we're serving the country. We're doing it for free. We're, we're, we're taking one for the team, you know, fly the flag. But over and over and over again, we see examples um, of both civilian and federal employee mismanagement and waste. And this is just straight up fraud. So, you know, the company, it's a private company. It's making millions and millions of dollars every year. A lot of that off the government. And then they can't even stick to the rules. The documents in the lawsuit go back to 2008. And like I said, I looked them up on USA Spending. And it's a, it's a cool website because not only can you look up all of the money that they've gotten from the government since like 2008, um, there's a, a map option. So you can click on the map and it highlights for me. They're headquartered in Virginia. So about three and a half million dollars of the money that they've gotten went to headquarters in Virginia. But then it's like state by state, New York, North Carolina, Georgia, Texas, Louisiana, Montana, Wyoming, Washington. They have operations or, um, you know, contracts in each of those states. Maybe it's the FBI or it's like a local Navy office or the State Department. But, you know, obviously they've, they're spread all over the country, which means there's a lot of elected officials that have an invested interest in this company. And Virginia Beach is a pretty um, influential area. They have, um, I would say, a lot of influence in D.C. It's a high military area so i'm not surprised but this is a pretty large scale operation there was even some social media buzz about agents um agents showing up unannounced at the london bridge trading company's doorstep and raiding it and then they put out a statement you know we were yes we had a surprise visit today but we fully cooperated i mean that was several years ago so, like I said, I did some more research. The irony is they've been in trouble before for something very similar. So this report just came out this year, but obviously the examples go back almost 20 years worth, 15 years worth of examples of them lying about their products, um, you know, all in the name of defending the United States. But in 2017, they were a subsidiary of a company that paid $16 million to settle a similar type of fraud case. They were, and this is something I'm going to have to look into. It's called ADS, and they, they have gotten billions and billions and billions of dollars in federal funding over the last 20 years. But I found a statement from a senator that said, um, we know that they're committing fraud and they're repeat offenders, and we keep sending them taxpayer dollars every year. Um, but that company, ADTS, they had to do a $16 million settlement same thing. It was like a, a false claims act and they had small business contracts in which they were essentially lying about what the companies were and who they were doing and what they were doing with the money um, and committing essentially fraud. 
and pretending to be a small business. But one of the subsidiaries named in that case as being problematic was the same company, this London Bridge Trading Company. So I have a feeling if we did more than a few days worth of research, we would find a long history. But the the problem is this is one company in one state that a bunch of agencies are spending our money buying their products. But you have to, again, we always say this, it's happening everywhere. Probably every office, there's there's every office, every agency, they have a ton of contractors. We have all these federally funded police operations at every department. Well, they're they're buying their gear from somewhere and they're buying their guns from somewhere. And anytime you find something like this, you got to wonder, are the other companies lying about Made in America? Because it is a high bar and it is hard to find. I would say in my own experience, um, being part of a group that received a federal con- a federal grant, the bar is really high. You have to pre- you have to buy made in America stuff unless you can prove that it is impossible to find. Um, and even that requirement in and of itself increases the base cost of these projects. So taxpayers are, you know, definitely not getting what they're paying for. And I think what irks me the most is that it's a well-known problem. And as the senator said, repeat offenders here and we and we just keep shoveling money out the door to them. What's the solution? You always ask that. I don't know. I mean, I would just cut the money off. If just it were cut me, it off. Totally. There's, there are plenty of other tactical military supply companies. So you mean just fire this company? Fire the company. Okay. Yeah, totally. Stop giving them money. I mean, like, last... Put out a request for proposal. We need new companies filling these orders. Yeah. First one in, go. I mean, there's there's tons of And these. then do you seek legal redress of grievances from this company? Well, so this is interesting. Uh, you'll have to say what it... They were sued by a private citizen under a provision that was sort of suing them on behalf of the government. And if you do this, you get to keep a portion of the settlement. But apparently somebody figured out they were up to no good. But the investigation was conducted by, like, the GSA and the DOD and the DOJ. So, you know, I personally, I would immediately cut the money, the money off. I would, I would end all of these 217 contracts. And then I would say you need to pay up. And I'd put out an RFP for a new one. Very interesting stuff. All right. Uh, at what point, you know, we, there's actually some interesting polling out that people are starting to maybe wake up and get concerned about the, the debt deficit spending. There's been some conversations that Congress is starting to panic. Uh, the new speaker has posed the idea of a new debt ceiling commission or debt commission, but I hear the Democrats are cool to the idea and just, you know, not, not super interested do you think this becomes a big issue under the new speaker or is he still buried in stuff right now? He never even gets to it. I think he's going to push it because he's already sort of had, as Chip Roy said, well, we're going to give him grace on this continuing resolution. I think the fiscal conservatives are already annoyed and if they feel like he's not doing enough. Um, and in, in lieu of actually cutting spending, I think he's going to say, well, we need a commission that could maybe give us an idea of how we could cut spending if we wanted to. I'm not surprised the Democrats are cool to the idea. 
they don't have a lot of ideas that they bring to the table on this topic. It's traditionally just they want to raise taxes, right? Yeah, that's the only way they know Me, how to maybe, solve the debt. What are they? The means test social security or, or whatever I mean, it is. You're lucky if you can get one of them to admit to even means testing social security in public. They, they would say like, oh, uh, you know, cut military spending. I mean, that's there, but just funny because as we've talked about before, a lot of the military contracts, like the one we just talked about, um, they go to largely Democrat states. And, you know, a lot of the state, Maryland, Virginia, a lot of the states around D.C. have a lot of those companies, too, and a lot of military. So it's kind of a farce. They can always say, oh, we cut DOD because it's half of the discretionary budget, which they just say that, but I don't think they'll actually do it. But, yeah, I think I think the speaker will push for a um, a commission. Very good. All right. We're going to come back tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about our favorite Thanksgiving memories. Don't forget 505 Jesus Osete from Brian Cave Law Firm going to join us to talk about the legal wrangling over Jay Ashcroft's abortion summary language, uh, what are next steps in that, and what might have happened if the Supreme Court had granted review. Plus, there's other abortion referendums out there. What's going on with that litigation? Don't forget 537, the snake draft coming up later today.